I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to Episode 73, Talks for Teens, Summer Series, Part 2. listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note, that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I had such great feedback from you guys on that last episode with my son, Dax. He's amazing. And I've got him back for our summer series today. It's going to be a really good one. So go ahead, go grab your teens, your tweens, Anyone else who wants to listen, because Dax is going to give us some great advice here, specifically geared towards tweens and early teenage, teenager age. And so uh, here we go. Are you ready, Dax? Yep. Okay, so this is Dax. Dax, do you want to say anything else about yourself in this episode? Just a little introduction. Um, I go, I'm just a regular kid, I guess. I don't know. Okay, you're a regular kid, you guess, you don't know. Is, is there anything that maybe our listeners might want to know about you that's interesting? Um, I go to a charter school called ALA, and um, we wear uniforms, and it's a lot of fun there. And you've met some really good friends there. Could you maybe tell us about your interest in what you want to do when you're older? Um, I really want to become an author. I think that'd be an amazing job. What would you write about? Um, just children's books and fantasy stuff. I think that'd be fun. What ages would you write for? Um, about tweens and teens. Tweens and teens. Well, I gotta tell you, I mean, there are some fun tweens and teens series out there, but then... I find that they throw a piece of garbage in there every now and then in these books. Like, they're really good when you're reading them, and then something has to be thrown in there. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's mostly the world's influence on um, society, and I think now that um, the world just wants to get out these messages that I don't think should be put into children's minds. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Okay, good. Well, let's talk about some summer activities for kids. What do you think are some good summer activities for kids, maybe between the ages of 9 or 10 to 14, 15, 16-year-olds? What would be some fun things they can do this summer so they're not sitting home bored so much? Well, um, I think airsoft would be fun. Um for like maybe like 13 to 16 year olds and I also think like just daily activities like going to the library and just getting new stuff to read and to do is a lot better than just sitting at home the whole time. Yeah can you give us anything else because people might not be 
in a town that has something called airsoft. Airsoft is like we talked about in the last episode. It might be like a paintball gun type of alley where kids can, I guess, shoot at each other. That doesn't sound good when I'm saying it, but uh, it is a lot of fun for kids like laser tag type of thing. So if you've got some laser tag in your town, uh, go go do some fun things like that. That would be really good. Anything else, stacks that these kids can do besides going to the library, maybe besides some airsoft, to keep them busy that maybe doesn't even cost a lot of money? What would you say? Well, I know it gets really hot here during the summer in Arizona. And a lot of things we like to do to cool off is go swimming. And I think sun splash is a lot of fun. For a, a lot of ages, they have a bunch of cool slides and a bunch of cool, like, swimming pools and stuff. And it's just a lot of fun when you're going with friends. Not so much by yourself, but if you have friends with you, it's a total blast. Yeah. So if you can pick a couple spots like that, maybe um, one or two times this summer to take your kids, I think that would get them excited and give them something to do to get out of the house. But what about on the everyday, Dax? Like, are are kids just going to be bored sitting home watching TV and playing video games all summer long? I don't think that's a very good plan, but... Um, you really do need to keep your child occupied with a bunch of new activities that seem challenging but still at the same time sound fun to them. And I think you should really sit down with your child at some place or just in your house and ask them what some fun activities you, they want to do. And you can give suggestions to help your child discover new um, skills they want to learn this year. Okay, that's cool. Um, Let's talk about our Mitchell Family Summer Program then, just for a second, because this is full of activities. And before we even started summer, like the day before you got out of school, I was already asking you guys, who are some friends you want to play with this summer? Where are some places you want to go? And I was just writing all of that down. You'll also want to note that the library has a section in our Southeast Regional Library here in Gilbert, Arizona, where they'll give you two free tickets to certain places like the botanical gardens or some museums and things like that. You just show them your library card. Those tickets expire within a week, so you got to use them up. But there are libraries that do give tickets to places for free as well. Um, What was I going to tell you? I was going to say something. I was on... Oh, yes. Okay. The Mitchell Family Summer Program. Can you tell us the days of the week and what they represent and what we do on those days? Do you have that memorized? Yep. Um, so each day we have a list of days where we will put a check mark next to each column for Monday throughout the week. And it's only during the weekdays, Saturday and Sunday, we just get a rest and chill. But for those days, we have a bunch of different sections that are say home, practice, physical, and they mean like there's a bunch of different activities you have to complete to earn money or electronic time in our family. So for an example, for physical, we would have to go outside and do something for 20 minutes. Or for practice, we have to practice a skill we know how to do, but get better at that skill. And so we have a bunch of different, we have like five different columns per day. And we We'll check mark each day, and if they're all filled, we get our allowance and electronic time for the day. 
Even electronic time, like every day? Can you ask for that every day? No, not really, unless I do extra chores. I usually get it three days a week, which is, um, that's pretty good so far. And um, it's really working out because we have more things to do now that we are occupied with this. Yeah, okay, so three days a week, and what's the time limit on that? 15 minutes. 15 minutes a day, three days a week, equals how much time total? 36 minutes. No. Wait. 45. 45 minutes is what my kids get each week of electronic time, unless they choose to do some extra chores, and you know I will make them if they want to earn a little bit more time. I am a stickler, as you guys know, for kids being on electronics. That's been a tough transition for Dax and JoJo, too. Um, it's just been it's been difficult, but we're getting, we're managing and we're getting through, which is what we're trying to say. So each day we also have topics. So Monday is Make It Monday. And I'd like them to follow these topics if they will. And they might make something or build something out of Legos, maybe some uh, using some toothpicks, building something out of a deck of cards. It could be anything. Tuesday is Take a Trip Tuesday. So we might go somewhere together, like the store or a museum or a farm, check something out together. Wednesday is Water Wednesday, and we might go to get in the water somewhere, some pools. Thursday is Thinking Thursday. So if they have any questions, they can they can research what how stuff is made or why things happen or what's going on in the world. That's Thinking Thursday. Friday is Friend Friday. They can play with friends that day and um, have them over at our house and things like that. I got that idea from the Power of Moms podcast. They had a program and I purchased it for the summer, a summer kit. It was really worth it. It was awesome. But it did teach me how to structure and organize summers better. All right, Dax. So we have given some ideas for some fun summer activities for kids. Let's talk about electronics versus reality for a second, because we did get on that topic just for a second. Remember last summer, around March, April, when you guys got out of school because of COVID and now it was like school was online, but kids were also getting on their video games a lot and you guys were too. And we, we just were seeing so many problems. Can you talk about that? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, like kids mostly during the zoom, because I guess I will admit I did too. Um, we would get off and we realized that we can still be on the video of Zoom while playing video games. And so we do that while we were half listening. And so we weren't really getting much learning out of this whole thing. And even still, if we were paying attention, it wasn't really getting through to us. And it was just a really crazy time um, because all this was happening so fast. And so we were just all occupied with games and everything. So so mom and dad decided to what? Um, limit that and just kind of get rid of it. We got rid of the Nintendo Switch. Do you remember? Do you want to talk about that? Okay. No, it's a no. We did get rid of our Nintendo Switch and then we just didn't do any video games for a long, long time. I started even teaching some boot camps to parents, five-day boot camps. I, you know, you guys know I still do this. Um, but how to help your children come off video games and what to do instead, you know, that kind of stuff. 
Then, uh, after we started seeing some good behavior, we started talking about chores and getting things done. And maybe you can ask three times a week and get 15 minutes a day on those days that, that you have done and completed everything we want you to do. And so it's very limited, but it still gives them their freedom of having some video games and you've got to pick and choose your battles there. But uh, it's important to get kids involved in other activities like maybe skills like tennis or some karate. What would you say, Dax? Definitely. Um, There's a lot of new sports and just fun things out there that we haven't tried before because we, we were all stuck in our homes, preoccupied with video games. And I know I love video games, but also it's good to get out and just experience new things in life as well. Yes. Um, can you talk about the problem of reality versus not reality when you're playing video games? Well, I mean, you really get stuck in that world if you're in there for too long. Like, it's fun, and there's a lot of things that are, like, just really fun to do during video games. Or, I think one of the main reasons kids love video games is because there's a lot of things that you can't do in reality that you can do in video games. And so it's really fun to just play with friends as it's very convenient and addicting to the brain. And so that's, I think it's a ton of fun, but I, it's also essential for the human body to just get out and move around. Well, that brings us to the point of um, reality friends, friends over social media and video games versus having real friends in real life. What's the difference? Well, you, it's really kind of a mix and match game because everything you see on social media might not be true, but like it's sort of different. It's it's easier to make friends online than it is to make friends in real life, or at least that's how I see it. Because the way it is there, it's already laid out for you. You are you don't have to like do anything really, and so everybody's got their own little profile and reputation there. Meanwhile, in reality, there's a lot of different and unique people to meet that it's just harder to come and be friends with because not everything there is already planned as you think it is. Yeah, it's not as easy um, and you have to put some effort into having and establishing those friendships, don't you? So um, let's let's keep talking about this for a second because I think that kids these days are making more friends virtually than they are in real life. And we don't know, like you said, who's on the other end of those virtual friendships. Do you think there's honest people and dishonest people? Or, or what do you think? Who do you think's behind some of these characters who, who you claim to be friends with online? Um, I really don't know. All I know is that um, I don't trust them completely, but they're fun to be around. That's all I know. And sometimes like, I think it's good to be dishonest on social media because if you give all your information out, it's not really a safe environment anymore. You you sometimes have to just kind of prolong the truth so that you can still be safe because not everything you see online is safe. That's true. It's like you have to fake yourself to be safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, that's not the way it should be. But in today's world, there's a lot of people we can't trust anymore. 
Yeah, so that's kind of messed up. I I wish there was a way that the brain could be just as stimulated from reality versus in video games, don't you think? Yeah, that's definitely something that would be helpful. I mean, that's the problem is we've our our brains and the capacity for learning they've come so far since caveman days and now we're doing these video games and artificial intelligence and all this robotics and things coming out that the brain loves it and it loves to learn and it loves to hit new levels but then it always needs that stimulation how can we help our brain not need to be stimulated 24/7 Well, there's a bunch of different ways. I think one of the ways that would be the easiest on the parents, but a little, it takes a little more effort, is to just put timers on, like, electronics and put parental controls on because that way they know they have to get off and do something. They can't just keep playing when the parents aren't watching because it's really easy to get sucked into all these video games because our brain loves doing this stuff. And so I think that's a really good way to just set limits and controls on things. What would you say to um, kids who are playing video games that the rating is above their age limit? You know, like we see Fortnite. I think it's an age limit of 13 and above, but you see a lot of 10, 11, 12-year-olds playing that. Yeah, um, I think it's rated for teens and stuff but um yeah you see a lot of other kids playing this and you really got to think to yourself is this okay for my child to play because really when you think about it taking human lives is actually a serious thing this shouldn't just be treated like some old thing you just throw out every day this is like a serious problem with today's world and I think it's fun to play those kind of games, but at the same time, you got to realize that that's not what it should be. It should be more towards saving humanity than trying to kill off humanity. Yeah, it kind of desensitizes kids from a very young age to, to violence, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I think a lot of kids, like, they really just love the thrill of adventure and all that stuff, but that's just not okay anymore it seems more like this is what today's world is and it's just casual to do this well can you, what's the appeal to minecraft it's not necessarily killing right no it's more surviving um i think a lot of children play this is because there's a lot and i mean like a ton of stuff you can't do in reality than do in the video game There's tons of new ideas and stuff to create and destroy, and it's just really fun. Yeah, um, kids want to create. Can you tell? Like, we are beings who came to Earth to create. We want to create, and we, we can't access the power to create any other way like we can in a video game, right now anyway. And so this is the problem, is we want life to feel fun and exciting and thrilling like a video game, right, Dax? Yeah, that's one of the main reasons everybody does this, is because we, I think some people think so poorly of themselves that there's not really, like, anything to do anymore. It's just boring, and they, like, 
the human body needs to have that thrill and feel like their life has a purpose. And sometimes when you're just thinking so low of yourself, it's easier to turn to video games where they want you to have a certain purpose of the game. Yeah, like you have a mission to complete. You have these points. You got to help your team out, right? Yep. It's really just, it's like really filling to the child to be able to have like a purpose because especially when COVID hit, we were all stuck in quarantine and it was the easiest to do because we had to stay indoors and everything. And so we were all just stuck here and it was the most convenient and easiest to turn to. So I hope you're getting the message from Dax. Kids want purpose. They want um, independence. They want some power and they want to be around people. They want friendships. But they don't necessarily always want friendships that are virtual. They want friendships in reality as well. So, Dax, I mean, how do we help these kids today to find a different lifestyle other than video games to get out and do and become who they were meant to do and become in this life? Well, like I said, limiting and controlling is really essential and key here but it's also kind of a dangerous game when if you control your child too much then that's not good you want to be able to still let the child have freedom but at the same time you need to learn that there is limits to everything so by um enrolling them in like swimming or tennis or any sport or fun activity you think would be like a great skill for them to learn, you should ask and sit down with them about it because that might end up being something they enjoy and something that they could do in their career. What if they fight it though, Dax? What if they're like, I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to do anything else. Well, then you got to just learn that they have to figure this out for themselves. You're going to have to just limit it as much as possible and tell them that that life isn't all fun and games. We need to learn how to be self-reliant and do things on our own. Yeah, you got to step up and be the parent. I mean, basically, that's what uh, we're hearing here is too many parents are passive and they let their kids get away with and do whatever their kids want. And now we have a society of kids who don't even know who they are anymore. We'll just put it that way. And it's really sad. Parents need to step into their role of being a parent before a friend, right? Yeah, that's really great. And I think one of the main ways to get them from electronics is also food because I know I love eating food. And so it's okay to have like Chick-fil-A or like a um, fast food restaurant once in a while. And I think that's a good way to just not have it all the time, but to try to get your child off and sit down one-on-one of them, like in a restaurant and taking them and asking what they want to get and just asking what you need and what you want them to do and just sit down and really have a nice discussion with your child. This all comes back to what I've been preaching for a while to you guys and also what Dax mentioned in the last episode is spending that quality time with your child one-on-one. That's why I recommend 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon with each child individually, no other children around, but you're giving them that quality undivided attention of something that they want to do. You go into their world, you talk with them, you develop a relationship with them. All right, Dax, do you want to leave our listeners with any final thoughts? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say that for any 
um, teens or tweens listening, I know that video games are fun, but also to try and experience new people and new things to try, even though that is the fun, one of the funnest things that seem like it's everything to us, that we need to understand that the, um, video games aren't everything. And with that, my friends, we are going to leave you and we will be back next week with another episode of Talks for Teens in the Summer Series with Dax Mitchell. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. If you're a tween or a teen and you want to ask a question to Dax about anything at all and have him answer it on this podcast, please send your questions to your health coach is here at gmail.com and we will be sure to answer it right here in our summer series are you loving this podcast we would be delighted if you would go over to itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review this show your ratings help to boost this show up so more people can find us and get the help that they need want further help Come on over to healthcoachheather.com and see all the programs and things I have to offer families who are looking to get healthier and get their family back on the right track.